0: Well, welcome, and this is episode number 21, where I have my husband back on to really further discuss how he had to change the way he saw who God is, so he could see how he is, and learn how to walk by faith and not by sight, and to really receive the love of God, and then to establish his heart or his belief system in the ways of God, and see how God sees him so he could become and have all that God has for him. So here we go. Welcome to Created to Thrive. I'm your host, Lori Snyder. If you desire a deeper connection with God, want to know your value and purpose, then you, my friend, are in the right place. I will teach God's word in a simple and practical way to equip and empower you to become who he created you to be because you were created to thrive. Well, welcome back to Created to Thrive podcast. I have my husband back here and we're going to talk about the transformative power of God's love and receiving his love. You know, Jesus came to reveal the Father. And so often we have the wrong image of God. You know, a thought produces an, an image. And often we have the wrong image or picture of who God is, but also ourself. And so I want to have Fred talk about what he shared uh, briefly in the last, or started to talk about briefly in the last podcast we did, about his process and journey of discovering who God truly is, and as a result, who he is in Christ. So welcome, Fred.
1: Well, hey, thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. It's always good. Like I said before, it's always good sitting in front of you and doing this. So we have fun. Yeah, it is good stuff. So anyways, thank you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you talk about your journey? We talked last time about how you know you and I both were were gripped with fear. And if you want, we haven't really shared our our whole journey of our marriage. And you know, in 2000, at the end of 2005, we separated. And I have a podcast episode number 12, which is um, I did a hope for the holiday series, but it's it's titled "When All Hope Seems Lost." So you can go back and get more of my perspective on that because in the last podcast, Fred talked about how was a little bit of. person, um, and manipulation, which is really all fear-based. And we all have to press through uh, and fight against fear, because fear is really faith in reverse. It's believing the wrong things versus believing believing God. And so I want to talk about that, Fred. What? Tell me about your journey of really getting to know God versus knowing about God.
1: Well, I, I think I suffered when I was first... Um... Yeah, I would say born again because that's really what what happens right. and and as an adult a, as an as an adult and um uh it, you know then after okay went through the motions yeah. you go to church get baptized you go through all, all because that's what we know as a culture is to go through the religious disciplines disciplines and and uh, you know it didn't it didn't it actually probably made things worse because I didn't have a foundational biblical foundational a godly foundational from his perspective. I had more of a religious perspective. If you do all things, all things are going to work out. Well, you know, that wasn't quite the case. In right. fact, it, all it did was provide an opportunity to create a facade and a mask of something that really wasn't. Right. And to really break this down, uh, you have to understand who we are. And I had to understand who I was. I had to understand that I was a three-part... I, I didn't know this. I didn't know that I had a spirit. I didn't know that I had a soul and I had a body. I did not have that type of understanding because it was very... It wasn't, wasn't really taught. Right. So even though I was saved, I was born again, I became a child of God, I didn't have a revelation or an understanding that I had to do something to renew my mind.
0: Right.
1: I did not understand that my soul which was not prospering, obviously, by the <laughs> carnage of my life. <laughs> it was not prospering at all. Um, uh, it had to had to get renewed. And um, if you actually go look at Second um, Corinthians 5.17, that says all things are made new, you're a new creation. Mm-hmm. Then you look at Romans twelve one and 2, that it says be be transformed by the renewing of the mind. You look at the Bible scriptures and you think they're actually counter to each other. Wait, one's telling me I'm born again and new and all things are made new. Then I have Romans 12, 1 and 2 telling me that I have to renew my mind. So what gives? Well, unfortunately, through my um, early Christian years, nobody ever touched on that right. that deal. So I didn't know. I didn't know. In, right. in Hosea 4, one it says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge.
0: 4.6. Four, 4.6. Yep.
1: Some, forgive me for the addresses.
0: <laughs> Sorry, that's the teacher and me coming up. <laughs> no, that's
1: like, actually funny, actually. Sorry. Um, uh, but hey, I tell you one thing, that's about as true as it gets. <laughs> and, you know, I like to tell people that, you know, I was, the lug nuts got loose in my life. The wheels went off and I'm going down some, highway 70 miles an hour. and it was a bad accident. Yeah. And that was our life. And yeah. It was because we just did not have an understanding. We did not know who we truly were. We didn't know that we had to take a next step and renew the mind. Right. And, and and when you don't understand that you you create facades you create uh, masks I think I always like to say Laura you know that I like to say the masks are what we put on from a personal perspective right. and the fa- facades are the materialisms the things that we do to actually surround right. make our lives look good like have the nice house have the nice car good. Right. You know, that's the facade, but the mask is how we actually up. show up. We show up with, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. No, I wasn't. we're not doing fantastic. Yeah. So anyway, so what is really missing? Um, I I didn't know God. Right. I was born again. I, lo- I, I, I love God. I wanted to be like God, but I'm full, so full of sin consciousness, so full of trying to do performance type, yeah. so loaded up with fear. Right. And because and I did not, I, I kind of knew who God was, but I didn't. And I certainly didn't know who I was as a child of God because right. I had not received that. Right. So what what gives? What happened? And and we separated. It was just, all right. We're not going to tell our story, but it's a very important part to to Right. Say. We were
0: just done. I mean, we were tired of living a facade, tired of living a lie. And we were <laughs> both so full of anger and bitterness and self-hatred. Um and we would put that on each other but it was the we were tired of doing the mental gymnastics and behavior modification exactly
1: right trying to live
0: a christian life and feeling like a a fraud the whole time so
1: so do you ask me what changed yeah what allowed me to go from to understand well i'll tell you exactly what changed you changed yeah you sought the lord and you sought who he was and and you know i i always tell women this i says you know if look just I from my experience, I says if if you're in a struggling marriage or a struggling relationship with a guy, you know just demonstrate godly love yeah. don't don't try to control it, don't try to manipulate it don't use your words because they don't for the most part where we were at, I didn't believe a word you said, but I right. did watch the fruit of you grow yeah and
0: yeah.
1: it was when you started to grow and become more godly because you were stepping into knowing him right. and receiving from him, I'm like, wait a minute here,
0: yeah,
1: okay this this something's going on here and i i need to figure this one out what? and that's really what triggered my life to actually Starting that process is watching. I think there's actually a scripture that that says the husbands can be won over by the chase conduct of a yeah. wife.
0: In yeah, First Peter three. First
1: Peter three. Mm-hmm. I love that in the teacher in you because I could <laughs> ask you for the, It's actually really good. I can't. Like, yeah, I'm very. I'm terrible get addresses, but you're really good at it. No. But I did live this scripture. Out. That's right. I did live yes. this. So I'm firm believer that that women can <laughs> can win win men over and change the way they see things by their conduct versus trying to control.
0: Right. Well, it even says that they went over an unbelieving husband because you are not believing anything I was trying. I was trying to do the, here, you need to read this scripture, you need to listen to this sermon or this message, and it was like falling on deaf ears. Oh, it was on deaf ears. (laughs) And I was frustrated because I was trying to change you. And it didn't work. Well, it was behavior modification. And the whole thing was, until I came... We had to come to the end of ourselves, and I know we're, we're starting to tell more of our story, but again, go back and listen to, to episode 12, and I think when you were a guest on there too, we, we shared a little bit, but anyway, I had to take my eyes off of you and not try to change you, and I had to look at my life and say, and this is where I said, God, I want you to be my greatest reality. I want to know you intimately versus just about you. I want you to make me whole and to make my life significant. And so I took my eyes off of you and started to say, okay, who am I in Christ? It says in Genesis 126 that we're, conform, or we're created in the image of God and in his likeness and to have dominion here on the earth. And so I had to walk out and discover what that is. And spirit, soul, body is so critical. And I have an episode number 15 to go back and listen to where I talk about living in whole health, spirit, soul, and body. And I unpack what is your spirit, what is your soul, what is your body? And the spirit is your true self but i didn't know that and so as i started discovering it you saw the fruit of where jesus says abide in me and we will bear fruit i was bearing fruit and you saw that and you wanted that
1: absolutely and
0: so you had to start your own journey and you had to get honest with yourself and where you were at
1: you know it says in romans eight fifteen. it just it's a it, romans is a great book for our, the identity side of in the war between the spirit and the the flesh, or the, the, I wouldn't say the war, but the... the,
0: Well, it is a battle, yeah. It
1: is a battle. And it says, for you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. Right. Okay? But you have received the spirit of adoption as sons where we cry, Abba, Father. He wouldn't have put that in there if he didn't know that born-again Christians or newly believing Christians didn't have their propensity to fall back into fear. Why did they fall back in the faith? Because they really do not under have an understanding of who they are. In the pro- And then it goes on to Romans 12, 1 and 2 again, to renew the mind. Right. So again, 2 Corinthians 5, 16, 5, 17 says that you've been born again. All things have been made new. But I have to deal with this other element. And it was that's what helped me change to go from fear to faith. And to do that, I had to understand who I truly was in him. Mm-hmm. My real firm identity looking forward, getting to know who he was. You know, Jesus, Jesus, the prayer that Jesus prayed to the Father before he went to the cross is that, Father, that they would be in us as you and I are in one another. Mm-hmm. Again, paraphrasing that, but the fact of the matter is that is his heart, yeah. that we, in our in not only in our spirit, but in our soul, in our body, would be conformed into the image of his Son, right. and that we would move from fear to faith. And it's in faith where we can have greatest impact in this world. Yeah, it's where we can live lives of discovery and in excitement. Not, I'm not saying it's easy. Right. Okay, but there, that's the change. Yeah.
0: There's a grace to it that that is enabling you, though.
1: It's significantly. Yeah. And 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 I and again, I I just encourage people that battle with that, battle with fear, like we did. Or, and it says there, again, 815, not being back enslaved by fear, which is a propensity.
0: Right.
1: It's because we, we, we exalt circumstance. But, you know, that was just a revelation that I had to work through to be able to step up into faith and to step into things that God has for me. And, and I'm not saying that we're, we're absolutely great at that I, or, you know, I think we get better every day. Um, well there's
0: but, an ebb and flow too depending on
1: but the fact seasons. of the matter is you just get to this point where you and or, or you know i in the last episode i talk about the remembering right and as you grow and need to do more things of faith yeah there's more memorial stones there's more things you can remember on there's more things you can it's like practicing all the time well it's the, the more confidence you, the confidence to step out. confidence in him is the ability to deliver
0: right absolutely because it's in him that we live and move and have our being yeah and when
1: you start getting this confidence that hey he's challenging me to do something that's beyond myself and i'm going to go do it and he shows up every time and he delivers i mean the circumstances don't like it you know crossing the jordan that was at flood stage crossing the red sea right you know when the hebrews crossed the red sea he's like moses what are you doing Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you gotta put, you so, gotta put your hand in something. Yeah, yeah. Faith triggers God. I mean, I hate to say I mean not hate to say it, but the fact of the matter is you when you step out, yeah, that's when he it's it's like firing a gun.
0: Well, he has to have something to work with. And I've said before, zero times a million, God's a million. If we don't add something or if we don't give him something to work with, it's still nothing. Yeah. He but has I, to have something to work exactly. with.
1: Exactly. But I just wanna go back to really what's important yes. in, in in the what you started this podcast out right wanting to know, how did i get to a point where i received received the love of god yeah and in it by renewing the mind by getting an understanding that okay this 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 is what i'm dealing with this is how it works this is look how jesus relationally interacted with with his disciples that's how he interacts with us mm-hmm. and understanding that that God the Father is absolutely for us. Right. Ab, there's just everything that everything the good comes down from the Father of Lights where there's no shadow of turning. The more and more I stepped into it by faith, the more my confidence in that truth solidified. So I I'll just I, I challenge the listener, if you're not stepping out and doing something, even small things of faith, you're probably not going to put in your position yourself in a position to trust God. Because in that moment of faith, when you're stepping out beyond yourself, when Jesus shows up or God shows up, Holy Spirit says something or does something, all of a sudden your confidence grows. Right. And so receiving God's love has been a process for me. Right.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that because so often people throw out Romans 12 to, you know, no longer be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind so we can prove out the good and acceptable and perfect will of God so much has been focused on mindset however god is a heart god and our mind when it's talking about that it's talking about our heart we have it's our belief system and we have to be in ephesians it talks about how do we have to be rooted and grounded established in god's love for us because faith works through love and too often especially in our early Christian years, we were trying to live by faith by doing an obedience based on what we had to do, but we weren't rooted in God's love. We didn't understand. We weren't established. So renewing your mind, I want you to talk about how it was really establishing your heart in the truths of God's Word, not just reprogramming the way you thought. Your thinking was a big part of it, but how you had to then use your God-given imagination to benefit your heart replacing the lies with the truth and now having a belief system in which you lived out of
1: you're you're spot on laura it's all about your belief system right because a man as he thinks in his heart as he believes in his heart so is he yeah
0: proverbs 23 7
1: and that is a very 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 important scripture Mm -hmm. because you know you can say all the right things do all the right things but if you don't firmly absolutely believe it right then you're not going to do it right because in the end of the day Common denominator of every decision you'll ever make in your life is what you truly believe. Mm-hmm. Um, when you don't believe something, here's what happens: you, you'll t- you'll have a tendency not to step into things. Right. You'll have a tendency to actually self sabotage. Even if you did step in, you have a propensity to self sabotage.
0: Yeah.
1: And because for some reason, deep down, there's there's a lack of trust, or you want to propel to go back to the the safety net.
0: Well, and we look with natural eyes versus in with our spiritual eyes, and we shrink back because we take our eyes off of the Lord guiding us and, and enabling us and put it back on our own limiting beliefs. About it's our- an evil
1: heart of unbelief. Yeah. That evil just means counter to God. Right. And that's what happens. Yeah. So I had to get my belief system right. Yeah. I had to know the absolutes and believe in the absolutes of God that he was so for me. There's nothing that he would ever do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hear a lot of oh, God's trying to teach me something by sickness. Just almost to
0: it doesn't line up
1: with scripture it does not line up that I, god has a lesson for me for a bad circumstance. no he didn't give you the bad circumstances right. you did it through the decisions you some of the decisions either you made or people or the sum of the bull or some right. of the totality of the decisions people make
0: sowing and reaping
1: exactly <laughs> well there's a lot but god didn't put bad situations on anybody correct zero And so I had to establish that, that he is not trying to teach me something that's bad. He's trying to... From a new
0: covenant perspective.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then I had to come to the belief, change my belief system about who I am. Right. How I dealt with missing the mark. How I dealt with um, everything, for the most part, emotional responses based on past experiences. How do I deal with circumstances that may have been negative in the past, but now I'm confronted with them now? How am I going to deal with that? Right. Okay. What do i what do i do so and you know and and there's so much to that but i had to change the way i thought in terms of what i truly believed in my heart right because that directs that that is I, 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 that that's what drives my life and drives my decisions
0: so Let's talk about something that really trips people up is how they see God based on their past experiences and how they actually, what they think about love. I remember when we were in counseling and our counselor said, what does it look like to love well? Well, and we really struggled with that because you had a hard time understanding what love looked like, what love sounded like based on your upbringing.
1: Um. Yeah, well go to go to Corinthians right down the love chapter, you could pull pull out a bunch of those things. You know, it would been, <laughs> I laugh at myself actually because if I look at what is it I mean I teacher, what is the love chapter again? <laughs>
0: First Corinthians 13, I, 4 uh, through that's eight. That's exactly right.
1: <laughs> I knew it was thirteen, I didn't know it was a four through eight, but you know you see it on walls pointed everywhere. Right in the ceremony. So my version of love before I changed my Oh, so those all sounded great under the condition that all works out. <laughs> <laughs> Love is kind? Yeah, circumstantial kindness. Love is gentle, circumstantial gentle. Or uh, you know there's right. you can put you can take that and you can put it through your your solical. You can look at it from a soulical perspective. Is yeah, it's con, as long as it's conditional and they are the same way back to me. Right. All right. <laughs> that's that's totally the wrong perspective, perspective right. of it. You have to look at that scripture tied to your spirit, okay? Mm-hmm. And sometimes your flesh does not want to just. You, your flesh is going to scream, and you're going to, in your soul, and you're going to say you're not going to want to love well. Right. Love is love is no matter the circumstances by the spirit, right. To do those things according with who your true nature is right. in God. And I had to, I had to renew my mind to that. Well, it it sounds good on paper. It looks great. It's in every wedding, it's been every for for the last thousand years. It's we been had enough. It it's ours. been in every wedding.
0: <laughs> we weren't even saved. When but we every, had it in but ours.
1: you have to get to a point where you know that that is actually a byproduct of your true nature. Right. As a born again believer and a child of God, not through the soulful right. side of of of, of 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 conditioned responses or uh, if if then but. So.
0: Well, and it's also God's nature. That is who God is. Correct. That's God your is Love. Right. And so um, you had never heard growing up, you had never heard from your parents that you were loved though. They never said those words to you.
1: I didn't know what love was.
0: So that formed a picture of what love was for you that you just were based on performance. And that's where the fear really was entered into you of a belief system of you had to perform, you had to earn love because you never heard that you were loved just for being you. You never even heard you were loved. Well, it
1: certainly shapes you, right? Right. Okay. And um, there's probably a lot of people out there that heard that they were loved all the time, but the fruit of love was never there either. Right. So, uh, you know, there's, yeah, that that is true in, in in my life. But, you know, I can sit there and, and let it affect me now, but I don't. No, I, but you I, had to
0: face that. I had to,
1: absolutely. Like I say, you, you, and other people have to face the fact that they've been told lover, or been t- but right. have not seen the fruit of love. Right. So or
0: is abusive and perverted love.
1: Exactly. Right. So there's it's very challenging for it was challenging for me to understand what it was. Right. To understand how to receive the, the love of the Father. But you know, there just comes to a point in time that you're just going to have to choose to establish your heart and your belief system in the love of God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And 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 buy into that. And you're going to have to know his character. Right and you're going to have to trust him. Right. It says trust in the Lord with all your heart. It doesn't say trust in which is your beliefs. So it doesn't say trust him with your with your every brain. your brain. Yeah. And and it's, it's sometimes it's a slow walk for people. And sometimes yeah. it's a it's for some people to grow up and the love of God it's great. Few and far between because we have this human condition, we have to get raised in it. But, you know, I just got to a point in over a long period of time that I just absolutely adore, trust him no matter what. Right.
0: Well, because you encountered his love. You had to have experiences and you also had to take small steps of faith of trusting and believing him. It, weren't, it wasn't the big giant stuff that you did, like when you went to Bible school. When we went to Bible school, that was huge compared to where you had to start with small steps to build that emotional trust, relational trust, and that you had to know, you had to taste and see that he is good and that he is for you.
1: You know, he's this, the God that knows on the hairs on the, the, the number of hairs on your head. And he moves you into that because he loves people so much, he shows up in the small things. And a lot of people will sit there and probably think that, well, the Lord doesn't show up for the small things, and then He won't show up for the big things. But you know, if you actually examine your life and and actually step into it and, and 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 know that God, even in the smallest detail of your life, is interested and really wants to have a conversation with you and actually wants to show Himself strong on your behalf, wants to show Himself up. And 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 I get to that point now where there's. Going back to the Bible college comment, there is where we just, just dropped everything and moved. Yeah. yeah, that was because there was a sum the sum of yeah, all the all small the things,
0: spent.
1: yeah, that just said, You know, Lord, you want me to go to Bible school, I'll drop everything, and go to Bible school. Right? It took years to get to that point, right? It wasn't like it was, you know, I hear people say that, Well, I don't want to trust God because he's gonna send me some missionary work somewhere. No, he's not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. he's going to put you where he has a plan for you and he's going to put a desire on that to do it anyway
0: right but it's going to start small it will start you small. start with the area you're at right now and you start taking steps of faith yeah but it really is establishing your belief system your heart in the truth of who god truly is like you said he is uh life light and love and he's 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, which mm-hmm. is love is patient, love is kind. You know, all of those attributes are God's. So when we're trying to understand what God's character is, we have those, but we really have Jesus saying, when you see me, you see the Father. And getting into, you mentioned John 17 earlier, When you get into John 14, 15, 16, 17, and if you really want to know the oneness of Jesus with the Father and the Holy Spirit and how he's invited us into that same oneness, which really, again, our marriage is just part of that, that oneness, meditating on those scriptures, John 14 through 17, and it will change the way you see the Father, jesus and the holy spirit and who you are in him and then you know obviously getting into romans and understanding who we are as a new creation in christ the old man is dead the new has come well that's our born again spirit and now it's a process of our soul our mind our will and emotions involving our imagination to come into an agreement of this is who i truly am this is who god is this is who i truly am and this is the life he's calling me into
1: I think I think you just said it right there if you really want to know the love of God read read the gospel of John yeah. it's a great place to start yeah and and put yourself into that story and use your imagination and you know that's a key element you have to you have to change the imagination you you mentioned earlier the picture on the inside
0: mm-hmm.
1: you have to see God loving you in your imagination yeah if you if you have a hard time doing that it's gonna, it's very difficult to overcome you have to see it in your imagination
0: Well, and we both had to understand that God's not mad at us.
1: Oh, absolutely. That he
0: poured out all of his wrath for sin, for Adam's rebellion. All of wrath was poured out on Jesus on the cross. And in the resurrection, we have that newness of life. See, most people just stop at the cross. They don't understand the power of the resurrection, that we have the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead living inside of us. And now it's a matter of learning how to partner with Him, and that's where we can share more of our journey and how you have been really walking out by faith. You know, it's hard to lay this foundation because there's so much that we've gone through since 2005 in growth and maturity, and it is a process of, it's a faith journey of walking it out step by step
1: by step. It's knowing Him.
0: It is knowing Him. In
1: the end of the day, what is eternal life?
0: Knowing intimately, knowing
1: him, and, and that's scriptural. What did Jesus do when he first started his ministry with his twelve chosen disciples? He called them to, to be, be with, with him. him. He didn't call them out to go out and hit the trail. No. He called them to be with him
0: to learn of him
1: to learn, to be to know him. Yeah. To have to have that intimate relationship yeah. with him, that's scriptural too. It wasn't like he just said, "Hey, go out and do this right away." It no. took time. Right. right. They had to develop their trust. Right. They had to develop their time with him, yeah, and it was from that that it all happened.
0: Well, and you had mentioned in the last podcast about the scripture in Daniel about those who know their God will do great exploits. Well, that's where in the book of Acts where it says, we know that you, you are unlearned and you are unskilled, and they knew that they had been with Jesus because they couldn't have done the things that they did if they hadn't have been, of Je- been with Jesus yeah, to know a, of that's, him and learn that's of a, him. It's a
1: very revealing scripture because mm-hmm. they didn't go to Bible school. Right, they were in Bible. I mean, yeah. they you know they didn't they didn't go to seminary. Right, it wasn't like they were chosen to sit under some of the greatest rabbis in the world. These right. guys were every ordinary carpenter, fisherman, or whatever else they did. Right, plug for them for being great fishermen because <laughs> they love the fish. But you know that's what really is. They knew him. Yeah, and they had confidence.
0: Right,
1: and and they did great exploits. Right. And,
0: and that's really what you started. You invited God on a trout well, That's stirring. a whole other
1: story. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of that small thing.
0: Right, because you thought God was angry at I you. I thought he
1: was going to destroy me. I thought he hated me. Right. Why? Sin consciousness and legalism. Right. Well, if I didn't do this, then I'm bad. Right. Yes, because I didn't have a renewed mind right. in terms of who I truly was.
0: Or who he was. Yes. And it, the finished work of Jesus.
1: Yep, I had no clue. Yeah. And it was very destructive. I think there's. I think the, the most miserable person on the planet is a Christian with an unrenewed belief system.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a tough life because yeah. you're a punching bag for the enemy. Yeah, and you do and you do not have the revelation of who right. God is and who in in who you are in Him. Right, probably the most miserable person on the planet, and it's sad. Mm-hmm. So,
0: so could you pray for anyone listening that is dealing with? guilt, shame, condemnation, a wrong view of who God is, a wrong view of of who they are, a limiting belief system?
1: Well, first of all, yeah, I would, but you know, Ephesians' prayers. You know, if you're that person, really focus on that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened. Mm -hmm. That the Holy Spirit, if you look at the, and go to John where you see the ministry of the Holy Spirit, that is a really crucial part that you have to understand if you're struggling with these things, that what is the Holy Spirit's ministry?
0: John 16.
1: John 16. Well, what is that, Lori? Real quick.
0: Well, he's our spirit of He's the spirit of truth. Right. He's our comforter. He's our helper. He's our teacher. He's our advocate. Mm -hmm. And he's the same. He's really the spirit of Jesus. Correct. And he's going to lead you and guide you into all truth. And he's going to show you things to come.
1: Right. And he's going to convict the world of what?
0: The world of sin. Right. The believer of righteousness. Exactly
1: right. And a lot of people don't understand that. Right. His ministry is to actually convince you
0: of your right, of standing, your right with God. standing with
1: God yeah. and to convict the world of sin and there's only one sin that he actually is trying to get them to acknowledge and that's not accepting Jesus. Right.
0: That's the one sin. Everything thing. else right has been bought and paid for by is, Jesus. Right.
1: So I just pray for these people that Father, I just thank you that that the people that was really struggle with their that their eyes of their understanding would be open that they would acknowledge every good thing that was that is in them in their born again spirit. To, to go and do the things that God has them called and that they would actually invite the Lord into the small things of their life mm-hmm. to build to trust to to build intimacy and to build to build a relationship with the Lord who seeks that so much more than we actually do as well that that that, that would come to pass in the lives of anybody that hears this and all those that were called to influence that the truth of the gospel would be spread in the in 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 that that understanding would prevail to allow people to step into things that they have got for God in a in a in a wonderful way of discovery to be a not only a blessing to their own lives but to be a blessing to those the people they're called to influence in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ amen
0: amen i know that we can throw a lot of things out there and especially there at the end when we talk about New in Christ realities. If you ever have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me and send me a message. We would love to um, answer any questions you have or pray for you in any way. And if this has blessed you in any way, please go ahead and share this with a friend because we want to help as many people live the life that God has for them. So until next time, God bless. I hope this podcast has blessed you and now here is a way that you can really bless me in return. First of all, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast so you don't miss any episodes and then go to Apple Podcasts, leave me a written review along with a five-star rating. This not only encourages me to keep going and producing these episodes, but it makes it possible for others to learn about this podcast as well. Then go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode or your review and then share it on your Instagram and Facebook stories and make sure you tag me at Lori K. Snyder. So then I can share you and my stories and then we can just be social together. Together we can reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and this podcast helps make that possible to fulfill the Great Commission. Thank you so much and God bless.